1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Canada, the Netherlands, and the Ukraine, and the states of California, North Carolina, and Wyoming, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice. America the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio in addition to our amazing guests I always include a tip of the week a silver lining story in the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally professionally and spiritually to open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness I encourage you to say these words of truth with me I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Self empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is observe nature. One form of meditation is to sit and relax in nature or to look outside from a comfortable spot. Enjoy the beauty of the sunset, the flowers, the trees, the birds singing, and more. We can even communicate with nature. Everything that is alive can communicate. We just need to broaden our way of thinking about communication and realize that spoken words are only one method. People and scientists are discovering more every day how nature and animals communicate with each other and with us. Please choose to be open to sending and receiving that communication. We can begin by expressing our gratitude for all the beauty and love that the natural world gives us for free. Then open your heart to receiving that love and beauty. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third dimension earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. As part of this shift, more people are noticing signs and synchronicity. Here is what I wrote to CAC when I was preparing for this show. I had forgotten about this photo of me taken seven years ago with my beloved tree. I just zoomed in on the photo and noticed that all the crystal rings on my right hand are turned to touch the tree. The rings on my left hand are facing outward. It's as if the crystals were drawn to touch the tree to assist in my communication with her. This tree was my friend, nurturer, and protector throughout childhood, and I can still feel her and talk to her. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022, acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our returning guest today, Dr. Kak Young, who's here to talk about how to communicate with trees, unlock their magic, and help save them. After our episode last week with Dr. Susan Campbell, I received the following email from Shannon. The information Dr. Campbell shared about being triggered stemming from a negative childhood experience was interesting. I am easily triggered when I feel inadequate or like I've done a poor job. Thinking through why I feel this way brings back a memory which I have often thought of as a time as a child when I was making animals out of clay and mine didn't look as good as the other kids. I recall becoming very upset and saying that I wasn't any good and I didn't want to participate. My mother became angry with me and made me continue to participate even though I, wasn't. I was crying and extremely upset. After hearing your interview, I now understand that the reason I get upset when I make a mistake as an adult is likely because of this traumatic and embarrassing childhood experience. I will be using the process Susan shared on how to work through the trigger of calming myself and having self-empathy. Thank you. You're welcome, Shannon. And thank you for using the information on this show to heal and to love yourself. If anyone missed this episode or wants to listen again, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for more on ways to soothe yourself when you feel triggered or anxious. Please listen to some of my previous shows like May 20, 2021 with Stephanie James, Overcoming the Past and Living a Life of Joy and Fulfillment. October 28, 2021 with Jan Ward, SFT, Tapping for Self-Healing, and August 28, 2014 with Charlotte Cassie, Self-Empowerment is the Path to Healing. Listen on demand to these shows, ones you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need healing, hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need. Just know I'm here for you, even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled, Inner Peace is Unstoppable, posted in March 2018, which reminds us that we must work through painful feelings or it may lead to anxiety and depression. Here's an excerpt. We spend far too much time avoiding our feelings, which only strengthens them and forces them underground. We believe they're gone, but they're just changing form. Pain must be acknowledged, and if we don't do it when it's a thought or an emotion, it will become a pain in our body or a disease that doesn't allow us to ignore it. As children, we may have been told not to be a crybaby or it doesn't really hurt or boys don't cry. As adults, however, we have choices and we can choose a healthier path of feeling and letting go, Some believe that all you need to do is laugh and the difficult feelings will vanish. Yes, laughter is one important tool, but we need all the tools in our toolbox and feeling our sadness, anger, frustration, etc. And crying are also important tools for leading an emotionally, mentally, and physically healthy life. Free-floating anxiety is usually all those feelings that got stuffed down because it wasn't safe to feel them. And what is depression if not depressing? In other words, pressing down our feelings and thoughts that may not be acceptable to those who we want to value and love us. We may not have many choices as children, but as adults, we can choose to be around people who love us for who we truly are and not for who they want us to be. Pay attention to who supports the real you, who makes you feel good, and who is trying to twist you into something or someone you are not. You can choose to allow those people to stay in your life, or you can choose new options. To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, DrPaulaJoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled, Dr. Paula Joyce Speaks Her Truth, Attract Joy, which explains that by seeing yourself in a positive, joyful way, it can help you become joyful. Because of the numerous traumas we are experiencing, like the overturning of Roe v. Wade, the pandemic, climate change, social social injustice, mass shootings, and war in the Ukraine. We are all living with fear, anxiety, and PTSD. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you can create peace in the world by increasing your own inner peace. We are the point of change. Heal yourself, and you help heal the world. Let's send love and protection to ourselves and to the Ukraine now, surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love, and it was infused by the divine with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and or just know it is there. Instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear and anxiety, do this simple technique every time you think about the Ukraine, the mass shootings, abortion rights and everything else that worries you. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors on social media and do it at home with your children. Love is the great healer. You can also surround others with the universal pink heart of love anytime they need protection or love. Now let's do the affirmation to release fear and anxiety and create inner peace. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, standing in a line, sitting in the dentist chair, falling asleep. If I wake up in the middle of the night or go into fear or anxiety about the Ukraine or anything else, let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. It's with mixed feelings that I tell you August 4th will be the last episode of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I have cherished my time with you every week for over eight years. I am so grateful for the opportunity I had of sharing my beliefs and experiences with you and all my amazing guests It has been a privilege to be of service to you and to help you grow. I am grateful for your loyalty to me and your commitment to your own development. Hosting Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit has been a highlight in my career. It helped me discover more about myself and develop my own abilities, some of which I knew I had and some of which I learned about through doing the show every week. I have met over four hundred amazing people during these eight years who have been guests on the show to share their knowledge, wisdom, and kindness with us. My guests have included a Nobel Peace Prize winner, uh, nominee. New York Times bestselling authors, internationally known and respected thought leaders, as well as first-time authors who self-published. They were gracious with meaningful content they generously shared. I loved introducing you to some of the people who had been my teachers. Their books and workshops had helped form my beliefs and understanding of the world. It was a great privilege to get to speak with them on my show. I'm not sure how else I would have been able to meet so many of them and have extended conversations. I have grown personally and professionally through the show. I have learned a lot and experienced healing from my guests and their books. I've become a better writer and radio show host. I have learned how to go with the flow and handle last minute schedule changes and technology problems and other situations that can't be predicted when you're doing a live show. I have gotten to know publishers and publicists and what it means to work with a team It takes a lot of people to make this show happen every week, and each person must do their part with precision for the show to go smoothly or to happen at all. I'm grateful to all those people who contributed to the success of this show so consistently. We still have today through August 4th to enjoy new content, and then all the episodes will continue to be available on demand in all the places where the show is syndicated. I'll still be doing my newsletter with the tip of the week through thought of the day, and a silver lining story, and an on-demand episode. You can also continue to follow me on social media and read my blogs on my website. Professionally, I'll be working on projects that I've been wanting to do but couldn't because of the time the show took. I have some books I want to write. I also want to do more speaking, business coaching and consulting, couples coaching, coaching people who are abusive and don't want to be and helping dogs and other animals communicate with their humans. I hope you will stay with me through August 4th and continue to use all the great content that I've been producing all these years, as well as the new content that I will be sharing through some of the same methods and new ones, too. I look forward to this new phase of my life, some of which I know and some of which is yet to be known. With every ending, there is a new beginning. I look forward to the journey and hope you choose to join me. Our returning guest, Dr. Kak Young, has been a producer, writer, and director in the television industry for over 30 years. She holds doctorate degrees in clinical hypnotherapy, natural healing, and naturopathic medicine. Kak consults With people who want to change their lifestyle and prolong their lives, helping with weight loss, smoking cessation, addictions, physical conditions, and chronic pain. She teaches classes in crystal healing, essential oils, feng shui meditation, pendulum therapy, and qigong, cac, hosts the monthly podcast, The Art of Healing, and is the author of 26 books, including Magical Trees, a guidebook for finding magic in everyday trees using crystals, spells, essential oils, and rituals. Her life goal is to bring spiritual awareness to everyone so they can live full, productive, generous lives and leave the world a better place for having been in it. ever had a special tree in your life stay tuned we'll be right back with dr kak young who's here to talk about how to communicate with trees unlock their magic and help save them
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session.
0: 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. If
1: you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you. I value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I thought, hope you thought about if you had a special tree in your life and I'm so grateful to welcome our returning guest who has been here um, more than anyone else and has been kind of a fixture on the show. Everyone knows when Dr. Kak Young is coming on and I get comments all the time um, about, from people who are looking forward. To her being on the show. So I'm so grateful to welcome Dr. Kak Young, who's here today to talk about how to communicate with trees, unlock their magic, and help save them.
3: Welcome, Kak. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Paula. It's lovely to be here with you, of course. And congratulations on your very huge decision to move into another area of your powerful and inspirational life. I'm thrilled for you. Thank you so much.
1: Um, I really appreciate that. So um, let's talk about magical trees. Um, This is a topic very close to my heart, and I know to yours as well. This is a book you've been wanting to do, and I'm so grateful that I'm still doing this show so that we can share this with our listeners. Talk to us about how important trees are, what they give to us. I think we undervalue them. We just, you know, drive past them or look past them as if they were fixtures without value. Um, and, And I don't think we fully give them the love and appreciation they deserve. So help us understand more so that we can do that. Well,
3: and that's exactly it. Um, That is very succinctly put. We do take them for granted. I don't think we mean to, but we do. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, look at that. That's pretty. Oh, gosh, the cherry blossoms are in bloom. Isn't that lovely? But we don't understand how important they are to us and how integrated they are into our lives. For example, they give us oxygen, which we know, we give them CO2, they give us back oxygen, so they're transformational. They give us cooling, they cool the earth, they give us essential oils, which people may or may not be familiar with, but they give us those essential oils. They provide shelter. If we've ever been out on a hot day and, you know, playing sports or just walking, find a tree, sit under it. There's your cooling and there's your shelter. Many people live under trees. They also give us heat because they have their own uh, electromagnetic field within them and they generate a sense of heat so you can cuddle up to a tree and get warm as well. They give us medicines and I have uh, six pages of typed, single-space typed, Information about the medicines. But I'll give you a little idea. Um, the the willow tree, uh, the alder tree, the ash tree, the beech tree, birch sap, uh, the cedar tree, elm, the hawthorn, the hazelnut, the linden tree, and the poplar. Just to mention a, free, uh, a few of them. They help us bring our fevers down. Uh, the beech tree is antibacterial. The cedar tree is a mosquito repellent. The elm tree helps us with digestion. Uh, the hawthorn berry is good for the heart. The hazelnut helps us heal our wounds. The linden tree helps us with anxiety and ADHD, and... And the poplar gives us the bomb of Gilead, which is actually in the Bible. But I could go on and on and on about the gifts from trees, but I was surprised when I found so many things that they do. So they, it's like they were put on the earth before us in order to prepare us to inhabit the Earth. And think about, well, when you see pictures of Mars through the telescope, you say, hmm, not a lot of trees there. So we could be Mars if we didn't have our trees in our oceans. So they, we depend on them and they also depend on us. If, if animals or, or humans didn't breathe out CO2. How could the trees live? Because that's what they take in, convert to sugar, and feed themselves. And that process, the chemical process by which they do that, produces oxygen for us.
1: It's absolutely fascinating, and you have such a wealth of information in your book. Um, I do want to touch on one thing that absolutely um, blew me away, where you take our birth dates and tell us which tree um, we relate to, and so mine is a reed tree, and one of the things um, a a couple of the things that it said, it, it just, all of it um, resonated so deeply with me. It said, you know, your personality is discovering hidden treats. I'm keeper of secrets in an honorable way. I mean, I'm a coach. I don't divulge information that is private. Um, storyteller and story lover. Um, you you were the first person who told me that I was a storyteller and you even even gave me a gift of a Native American storyteller. I had always been, um, loved those um, um, clay figures, and I just thought they were so beautiful. And I had never thought of myself as a storyteller until you named it. And then I found it as my tree that connects with Um, What I've discovered about myself later in life, I didn't know it. Wouldn't it have been wonderful to have known these things much earlier? And people um, now have access to this information through this amazing book that you have written.
3: Well, thank you. And I have always loved the the Celtic tree uh, system because Back in the day, I mean, you know, centuries ago, they relied on knowing what tree you were born as, sort of like a birth sign. Um, You're either a Leo or a, a, a Virgo or a Sagittarius. But the trees would tell the truth about the baby that was born, and it would also determine how they would grow up. Will they be a bard? Will they be a carpenter? Will they be a farmer? The tree would always suggest the path that they were going to take. So now that didn't mean you couldn't change that, but it laid it out so that you really had a much more peaceful life. I mean, if we knew from when the day we were born what what our talents were and how we were going to develop in life, wouldn't it make it a lot easier? You wouldn't have to be trying to find out who you are and what you're doing. You would just say, oh, okay, well, I'm that. Now let me explore the beauty and the depth of that, whatever it is. I think that it would bring us a lot more ease if we just followed what the tree told us. I, I agree with you 100%, and
1: just um, self-knowledge is so important, and sometimes we um, overlook um, some of our own gifts because it just feels so natural, and we don't think about it as something that um, might be important in the world. It's just kind of in ourselves, and, and to understand it in a broader context is really powerful i i want to also say one other thing and that is that you um also say compatible signs um and oak is one of them and this year two oak trees were volunteers in my garden and it's like, a, a, to me, a sign of they came to me. It's a an
3: opening up of more of who I am. Uh, yeah, and and the oak represents strength, and it represents uh, deep knowledge and historical placement. It it really says, you know, you are part of a part of the system that rules the world in a sense because they were worshipped by the ancient Celts. They would not have a ceremony or any kind of a ritual if they were not in an oak grove. And they usually did it at the full moon because, guess what, that was the source of their light at night. So they would gather under the oak tree grove or in the oak tree grove under the light of the full moon, and that gave them a deep connection to the earth. It gave them the roots that they needed, the wisdom that they uh, sought, and it gave them a sense of grounding uh, on so many levels and and having the the moon there, the lunar power to shine down on them. I mean these societies were powerful because they were grounded in the earth, knowledgeable about the seasons, they flowed with. What changed seasonally and uh, in the architecture of the land, it was just a much easier and more powerful lifestyle than we could ever imagine because we get in our cars and we buzz by stuff and we don't stop to take a moment and consider what else is around us and how they are. I mean, when's the last time you went up to a tree and said, hey, how are you? How are you doing today? Are you feeling okay? Trees have feelings. Trees have intelligence. Trees, the redwood forest communicates to itself through its roots. And what happens is if a tree becomes sickly or, or weak, it transmits that information down through the roots throughout the redwood forest. And the other redwoods say, uh-oh, Paul over there, Paul the tree, he needs extra Nutrients. Let's send them to him. And so they take some of their nutrients and they send them via the root system up into that tree so it can heal and grow. Now that's pretty amazing as a metaphor and as a fact. You know, it sounds like
1: in some ways they understand the concept of unity, of oneness, that what happens to one of us happens to all of us. Um, In a more advanced civilization than um, we currently have, we're moving toward it, but, but we're not there, and it seems like they already understand that.
3: They do, and I think that we are given an intellect, we are given free will, we are given a lot of stuff that we don't know how to use, because if we were a tree, we would have our place in the world, on the planet, and then we would bond with whatever else is around us. Some trees bond with other types of trees, but there is a sharing that goes on, and the trees, when a forest fire comes and it burns down the trees or it burns down close uh, friends or relatives to them, they feel it, they experience it, and they are vibrationally changed because of that loss. So it's true, if we were to kind of just shut down our minds for a little bit of time and get in contact with nature, we would find ourselves much more at peace, much more on able to follow our right path with a deeper, richer understanding of why we are here.
1: You know, I, I think in some ways, trees and animals, the natural world is here to teach us and we haven't opened our hearts to, um, to their lessons, to learning from them.
3: Well I think individually some people have, but as a, as a global generality, no we have not. We believe, ah well, they're all here for us to exploit or use or chop down or you know kill and wear their furs there is a certain truth to those needs but it needs to be much more interactive for every take there should be a give back you know much like the native americans did and and much like other cultures in the world who understand that they are not the center of the universe that they are part of it so I think those lessons are great, and and they are our teachers. The animals are our teachers, the uh, the trees are our teachers, and so many other things in the universe. I mean, we can learn from stars also, but we're just not aware. We put our sunglasses on and and our makeup, and we go out there and say, "Hey, world, look at me! Look at me! Look how cool I am!" And we're all about. We're on the take as opposed to be one with the exchange of life.
1: And so that's, and we're about to go to commercial, but that's why um, the books that you write, including Magical Trees, are so very important because they help us to wake up to what's in front of us, but we just haven't seen it yet. And I think we all want to Um, Be more alive, be more connected, be more open. And it's um, the information that CAC provides in books like Magical Trees that helps us to become that and to to know how to do it in ways that are life-affirming and help us understand that and, and be one with all and to be united and to be in a more loving um, and, and beautiful world that we can create together. So I thank you, CAC, and I look forward to the second part of the show after the commercial break to talk about um, more about uh, this topic and also how trees are endangered and what we can do to help save them. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplife, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter, to get information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages, tearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. While you're listening to the commercials, pre- please think about whether you would like to help save the tree. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Kak Young to talk more about how to communicate with trees, unlock their magic, and help save them.
0: Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce dot com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. If
1: you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome. Back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. I thought you, I hope you thought about whether you would like to help save trees. I seem to be moving ahead of myself here. Sorry. Okay, remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Alloria can help you. I'm so grateful we're here with Dr. Kak Young, learning about how to communicate with trees, unlock their magic, and help save them um we were talking during the break about how uh, trees transmit power.
3: Would you talk to us about that, please? Yes, I'd be happy to. I mean, I wrote this book because trees are fun. Trees give us a lot. They perk us up. We can go to them when we're sad. We can go. Uh, converse with them when we're happy, we can tell them our secrets, we can share. Uh, I mean, they're a great audience if, for example, you want to test out a few jokes. So trees are just <laughs> amazing friends to us. And I, I want to talk about, you know, the title is Magical Trees. And they are, they are, and discovering the magic in them is really fun because some trees have a lot of magic and a lot of historical societies have used them and treated them as such. I really detail a lot of this, the sacred trees, how the magic comes out of them, uh, and how societies in the past... Uh, honored them. And then also the oldest trees in the world. It's very fun to know how old they are. Currently in in Yosemite, some of the oldest trees are being threatened by the fire and they're using sprinklers on them so that they can preserve them. I mean, who wants to burn down a 2,000-year-old tree, right? Mm
0: -hmm. So one of
3: the things that I suggest is that you test yourself and go find a tree that you're attracted to, that you admire, and that you'd maybe like to get to know. And it's not like you're going to take a tree out for coffee, but think of it (laughs) as being a bit of a journalist. You want to ask it a little bit about itself. So you find a tree that you like, stand beside it for for a while, and then ask permission of the tree if it would like to connect with you. Then find something that has fallen from the tree, a leaf, a piece of bark, a seed, a whatever you can find. Close your eyes and concentrate deeply on what you have in your hand. Does it speak to you somehow? Does it have a scent? How does it feel? And can you feel the life in it? The next thing you do is open your eyes after you've connected with that piece of tree and now observe the entire tree. Walk around it. Uh, d- take a time to look at the roots, to observe the bark. Uh, gauge how deep the bark might be and look at all the things that it produces and all the parts and particles about that tree. Now, when you have a picture of the tree, close your eyes and recreate the tree in your imagination. Add in the aroma and the scenario you find it in and begin to feel the tree's inner life. Now, don't open your eyes yet. Ask the tree if it is a male or a female. And what element comes to your mind when you tune in to the kinesthetics of the tree? What else can you sense about it? Do you hear music? Do you hear birds or other sounds? Once you have a sense of the tree's qualities, you can be, uh, You can open your eyes and begin to write them down. Uh, you can also begin a spoken dialogue with the tree uh, and talk to it. What kind of a tree are you? What kind of a spirit do you have? At the end of, the, of a conversation, ask the tree how you can be of service to it. Uh, once a tree told me rodents. So i rodents ah, oh, oh, I guess they're you mean keep them away from you and the tree seemed to indicate yes. So I went to the hardware store and I bought some aluminum and uh, some tape to, and I put it around the uh-huh. roots. Well, the next time I went back to the tree, it looked better. It felt better. It kept some rodents out of it that had been attacking its bark. So If you keep a journal about the trees that you meet and the feelings you have about it, you are going to surprise yourself engage in a chat with them as again it's a reciprocal chat they're not going to talk back to you but they're going to feel back to you they're going to give you emotion you're going to know what the answer is if you tune in now you can't be thinking about your shopping list or or you know the fact that you're late for the dentist you have to really really spend some time with that tree and then when you're finished with your little visit Go ahead and thank it. Thank it very much and tell it that you will uh, come back if you can. And then I ask the tree if I can take a souvenir. Usually it's something that has fallen down, but if I need to clip a branch or something, I will ask its permission. I will use a very sharp knife. I will cut it very cleanly. And then I, will, I always bring some sort of tea with me to dab it on the wound if I have uh, injured the tree. And then I also go back home and I sit down for a few minutes and write down what I think the magic is with that tree and what its possibilities are. So that's how to really get to know a tree. And it's life-changing,
1: well, and it's also learning to trust what we feel because we're so um, centered in uh, in in something that we can hear uh, or or read um, as the only way to really communicate. But there are so many more ways. And feeling and knowing and sensing are really powerful means of communication. So it's also learning to allow ourselves to grow in that way and to trust what we're receiving.
3: Well, exactly, exactly. And it's about we're kind of learning a new subject, but it's not uh, you know it's not a hard subject. There aren't any tests. It's about broadening your own heart and your own intuition by letting the trees in. And we know they're endangered. We know that we're losing them. We know that part of that is uh, the reforestation caused by fires. We know that there's been a lot of logging. I mean, we keep building houses. Uh, why can't we find something else to use other than wood? But if we uh, use them for our own purposes, then we need to replant them, but not just replant it and then walk away, we have to come back and nurture it and water it and make sure that it grows and plant it in time. We can go ahead and knock down a bunch of forests, but how long is it going to take to replace that tree that we took? So we really need to have a calendar and work with the trees that way. And so many more things are coming up now that if you use this charge card or you use this service they will indeed plant a tree for you, in, you know, in place of that. And that's the way to go. Make sure that our world progresses with a give-and-take energy so that we're just not always the takers. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and we can choose to allow oak trees like the um, volunteers that appeared in my garden to grow and not to, you know, pull them out because we didn't plant it. But to allow um, nature to also replenish itself and to not think of it as, oh, you know, that's going to disrupt the look of my garden or move it, you know, to another place. But don't destroy um, a, a, another tree that's a, a youngling and, and will grow into um, a full-blown adult if we allow it and nurture it.
3: Well, that's, tr- that's exactly right. It came up for a reason. And so you need to honor that reason. And, and you know, there are some problems, but uh, the trees that are beautiful on a piece of land and somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm going to put my ranch there, and they chop all the trees down, leave them by the side of the road, and then they build their, you know, whatever, that's not right or fair. It was, you know, the tree was there first, and I think we just have to become a little bit less selfish and more concerned about the overall ebb and flow of the world, the ground, and our trees.
1: And we need to close out this section of the show, but I just want to add with your example, one can build in ways that keep the trees, it may be more expensive, but it also may add to the beauty of the structure that you're building if you include the magic of the trees and the beauty of the trees in the design. Um, so there are yeah. ways, you know, to, um, to allow both where, where everybody can win, which is what we're looking for, right?
3: <laughs> yes, yes. Indeed. Well, we have to, you know, we're in desperate times.
1: Exactly. Thank you so very much, CAC, for today and for all the times you've been on the show and and also come in last minute to help us out when there was the cancellation. Um, I'm very grateful to you for the relationship, for all that you have given to me and to the audience, uh, um, to our listeners now and in the future Thank you, Kak. Many blessings, and I encourage everyone to purchase Magical Trees, a guidebook for finding magic in, everyba- in everyday trees using crystals, spells, essential oils, and rituals. And also visit Kak Young's website, k-a-c-y-o-u-n-g Thank you, Kayak, and thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on social media, read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, Reading Tarot or the Akashic Records or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops or speeches such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, opening new chakras, authentic leadership, building healthy teams or the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support guidance and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and gods of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Eloria, who oversees all of nature. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Eloria, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me communicate with nature You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Eloria, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me communicate with trees. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please listen next Thursday when Dr. Dilip Jesty will be here to talk about Wiser, the scientific roots of wisdom, compassion, and what makes us good. On July 28th, when Michelle Neff Hernandez will join us to discuss how to rediscover yourself and heal after grief and trauma. And on August 4th, our last show, when Judy Wilkins Smith will be here to discuss Decoding Your Emotional Blueprint, a powerful guide to transformation through disentangling, multi-generational patterns. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or Chosen Mamas, designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. (music)